Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Glad to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Lots going on, lots to get to. Bottom of this hour will be Cash Patel. He's the former chief of staff of the Department of Defense. So we've got to talk about Ukraine. We've got to talk about uh, what Biden's been saying about Ukraine. But we also talk a lot about social media. You know, he's finally on social media, and the one that he's chosen to be on is Truth Social. Now, a lot more people are being added to Truth Social. I don't get paid by Truth Social or anything to push them. Um, I still think they need a Google Play, obviously, uh, an Android version. They also need a web uh, user interface as well. But it is growing more and more. I think I've got twelve or 13,000 on there now, something like that. And we're starting to see some engagement. And it's, it's, it's always telling when Twitter goes after a, a would-be competitor and starts really denigrating it. That means that they're a little scared. So we talked to Cash Patel about that, about big tech, about big tech censorship. And also, again, as a former guy who was in the Department of Defense, he's the right guy to talk about or to talk to when it comes to exactly what's going on. And the words that are coming out of Biden's mouth, we're going to get into that at length in a moment here because it's really kind of scary if you think about it on a Tuesday. Hi. Carrie, what's going on? How's it going? You get it done? Oh, yeah. But are you making it happen? Mm, of course. Polo's here. Sam getting it done as well. Got a pretty my child is. Look at, look at that girl. Look at her. Looks just like me. What? What's the issue? Carrie, did I just call myself pretty? You did? Yeah. Come on, man. So in the past few days, actually in the past few weeks, I guess you could say in a week, week and a half, something like that. The guy who occupies the White House, Carrie, correct me if I get any of this wrong. He has said that, my God... You know, this this guy, this man, Putin, can't stay in power. So basically threatening regime change in Russia. He's told a soldier on with microphones and cameras around him that the soldier's going to be going to Ukraine soon, talking to a U.S. soldier. Talked about if Putin used chemical weapons, we would respond in kind. And I thought this might have been fake. I waited for verification. He's holding a piece of paper with questions that he's going to get from the media and what answers he has to give. Did you see that? I did see that, yes. Did I get any of this wrong? No. And now the uh, the staff there has said that he's been watching, or he did watch, the confirmation hearings of Katanji Brown-Jackson, and he's now saying that he hasn't. So, so give me that one. Then I want to expand upon all the things that he said recently, and I want to know what Americans think about what he's been saying. Sam, let's go ahead and open the lines. It's 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. Call in right now. If you don't want to call and be on the radio, just go to JoePags.com, scroll down, click on contact. I want your thoughts. I don't care if you're left, right, or in between. It doesn't matter to me. You hear what the guy's saying. Are you okay with this? Now, what are they saying about whether or, whether or not he did watch these, these hearings? From Fox News, President Biden once again contradicted messaging from the White House, this time regarding whether or not he tuned in to the Senate confirmation hearing of a Supreme Court nominee, Judge Ketanji Brown-Jackson. During Monday's press conference, CBS News correspondent Ed O'Keefe asked the president if he had had a chance to watch much of Jackson's hearing before the Senate Judiciary Committee last week. 
Biden replied, I did not get a chance to see any of it, unfortunately. And that was what the White House told reporters during last Tuesday's press briefing, where Deputy Press Secretary Chris Meager claimed Biden had seen portions of the hearing. The president watched portions of Judge Jackson's hearing yesterday and today and is proud of the way she is showcasing her extraordinary qualifications, her experience and her even handedness. Her dedication to following the facts, the law and our constitution as an independent judge is clear, Meager said at the time. He was also moved by the grace and dignity she has shown, the deference to senators and the level of of detail she's offering, reinforcing the value of her experience, her intellect, and the strength of her character. And Meager <laughs> mentioned multiple moments from the hearing that Biden was particularly struck by, such as when Jackson highlighted her own family members in law enforcement during an exchange with Senator Patrick Leahy. I'm sorry, what did Biden say when he was asked if you, if you watched? He didn't watch any of it. <laughs> so they're just lying. They're just lying. Not only are they lying, it's an elaborate lie. He really particularly liked this part. And when you talk about law enforcement in that part, and he got emotional when he saw this. Carrie, I mean, is there any other answer? that It's not just a mistake where, the, oh, I really thought that he did watch it. I thought that he did like this part. And I thought that he did like that part. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're just fabricating it, right? Well, somebody apparently isn't telling the truth. Either he watched it or he didn't. So, so he, either he watched it and lied when he was asked if he watched it in public, or he didn't watch it. Like that? I mean, you wouldn't. It would be dumb. Or he he didn't watch it and he told the truth, and they completely made up a scenario. So they can make up that story. Then hand him a piece of paper where he has to answer the questions off of the piece of paper. Why do we believe anything the people surrounding him say? It, we're at the point now to where we should probably listen to him. And what he's saying is probably what he really feels. And if that's the case, you might want to take a look at getting rid of the guy uh, as far as the 25th Amendment goes. Because you're talking about a guy who is threatening chemical weapons. He's threatening regime change in Russia. He's threatening to send our troops into Ukraine. I mean, what are we talking about here? And he can't answer a question without somebody writing it down on a piece of paper. We're supposed to just ignore it. I think that we're so tired of war in this country that there would not be any support left or right or in the middle to send not even one boot to the ground on Ukraine. Yeah, you got a lot of these people with the Ukraine flag in their names and people support Ukraine. I've got people that I like who are from Ukraine. I certainly don't think that Russia should be invading and killing and, and doing what it's doing. It's horrible. 2022 planet Earth, you can do that still, really? I think it's horrible. But the leader of the free world has to be smart enough not to say we want regime change, even if you want it. You have to be smart enough to say, to not say, you know, to a soldier with cameras and microphones around, you're going to be going into Ukraine soon. You have to be smart enough to not say, um, if they use chemical weapons, we'll respond in kind. But also you have to be smart enough to not say, if there's a small incursion, we'll have to wait to see what we're going to do anything. You've got a guy who is the civilian commander of the armed forces, who has the nuclear the nuclear codes. We have this guy who is saying the most warmongering things that we've heard in a long time. You know, like him or hate him, man, Trump was not for war. He didn't want us to go into Iraq back in 2001 or 2 or whatever it was. He didn't want us, he didn't want us to stay in Afghanistan for 20 years, for God's sakes. 
Now you've got a guy, and he was allegedly dangerous because of his tweets, but now you got a guy who is saying to a soldier with cameras and microphones around, you're going in soon. They also announced publicly, yeah, we probably shouldn't send the MiGs in from Poland. Hey, don't send those MiGs in from Poland. Just don't tell anybody I said that. They're saying it in the media. No wonder Russia said, hey, now is prime time. This guy can't stop us. What is he going to do? He's yapping over here. How, how is he supposed to stop us? And we just had, listen, Carrie didn't say they're lying. I'm saying they're lying. She read the story. Biden says, I didn't watch any of it. And the assistant press secretary says, not only did he like it, he got emotional in this part, and he really loved that part, and he really took note of this other part, and he just thought that she had dignity and she this and that. He didn't think any of that. He didn't see it. I guess the third option is he saw it and he forgot that he saw it, which is that's another possibility with his clear cognitive issues. Maybe that's what happened. But I need to know, are you an American? Are you somebody who is worried about sending more troops in somewhere? Are you somebody who's worried about nuclear war? I am. I love my people. I don't want anything to happen to my people. And nuclear war isn't good for anybody. 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pags Show. to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by the Joe Pag Show. Lots going on, lots to get to. Bottom of the hour to be Cash Patel, former, um, formerly of the Department of Defense. You know, it's interesting with Cash Patel. He's a guy who's going after big tech, and he he hasn't been on big tech. It's very interesting to me. He's going after big tech because big tech is squelching people's reach. There was a story in Fox News today. I don't know that we're going to get to it. But it confirms that conservatives are, in fact, being squelched and nobody else is, even though liberals keep saying that they're not. It actually confirms it. So uh, as the former chief of staff of the Department of Defense, he's got a unique perspective there on Ukraine and Russia and our you know, would-be involvement. But he also has a very unique perspective on big tech. So we talk very extensively about both of those things. Let me tell you in the meantime about Stamps.com. Stamps.com is awesome. It's a great service, a great, a great company that's going to help you out. If you're doing all this online selling, then you've got to ship a bunch of stuff out. You know, it's not easy. you got to pack it up. you got to get the right thing. you got to get the payment right. You're then going to go down and wait in line at the post office. Or you cannot wait in line at the post office and do it from your office, your home office, wherever you happen to be that has a computer and a printer. Stamps.com, for more than 20 years, has been an indispensable partner for over a million businesses now. Stamps.com gives you the access to all the post office and UPS shipping services you need right from your computer. Get discounts up to 40% off of USPS rates and 76% off of UPS. You really can't beat it. Want to go and check this out right now? You're up and running in just minutes. 
printing official postage for any letter, any package, anywhere you want to send it. Go right now online to stamps.com, sign up with the promo code PAGS, get a special offer that includes a four-week trial, free postage, and a digital scale, no long-term commitments or contracts. Go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the page, and enter my name, PAGS, P-A-G-S. Save some money, save some time, do it right now. You go to the phone lines, 888-941-PAGS. Are you afraid that Joe Biden and his ridiculous rhetoric and his lack of knowledge and his flapping gums and his staff saying that what he said wasn't really what he said, even though we heard him say it. Are you afraid that's going to get us into war? Are you are you afraid it's going to get us into a conflict we have no business being in? Let me go to the phone lines again. It is uh, 888-941-7247. Leah, what's going on? Hi. Hi. Hey, you guys. <laughs> I was listening to, to your, uh, what you were talking about right before the break. Yeah. My first thing that came to mind was, oh, my gosh, this is... This lady that it, that everybody, you know, that they're trying to, to get passed through, my first thought is, wow, she's, they're kind of blowing her up like she's the best thing since sliced bread. Right. Like they did AOC in the beginning, you know, and I'm kind of getting a vibe like maybe she's not <laughs> as smart as everybody thinks. Maybe she's in the same league that she's just trading off of, um, you know, just. The whole, you know, she's got to be black and she's got to be a woman and all this stuff. So, I don't know. I get the, the vibe other than what she's known for what for for doing. You know, yeah. the the clients that she worked with. I'm just wondering if she doesn't have uh, the wherewithal, the brain power, maybe to uh, to answer questions off the cuff like that. So there's that, and I am concerned about. Uh, the whole thing, you know, one person say, saying, oh, yeah, Biden hasn't hasn't gotten to watch it. And then, you know, another person said, oh, yeah, you know, he he did. He you know, he he liked this point and he, you know, the talking points and all that stuff. One, they are so used to lying for him and covering up for him. I think with what was going on, especially with what happened in Poland with the troops, I think he's go, going to screw up one too many times and they can't back out of it they can't talk around it yeah. they can't they can't make what he said they can't undo it you know and i'm really i'm i'm really kind of scared about it you know it it's not just him having the the red button it's it's the fact that he's got the he's got the mouth he's got the he's got the power of his mouth yeah and I'm scared that we're going to end up, you know, in a spot. Definitely. I mean, I've been in the medical field for 40 years and uh, this guy definitely has, um, you know, age related uh, dementia. He may be pre Alzheimer's. Um, and I don't know where we go from there. I mean, if he fails, then we get his little cohort that doesn't have two brain cells to rub together. And if she can't do it, then we got Pelosi. Where are we at from there? We're not going to get Pelosi. <laughs> well, well, Leah, that's a scary you know thing to think about. Thank you for the call. I appreciate that. Uh, again, I'll say it again. Kamala Harris was a horrible attorney general. She was a horrible U.S. senator. The most progressive U.S. senator in the Senate, which is not, it doesn't bode well for freedom and liberty in the Constitution. But she's somebody who is still of her of her wits. You can still go at her and debate her and call her out on what it is that she's saying and doing. Joe Biden, you've got a fallback, which is, well, he's, he's cognitive issues. Well, it's his age or being mean. Oh, come on. What are you doing? Uh, there's always this sort of, I don't know, cloud of you really can't touch him because he's suffering from this condition. 
You got a guy out there because when the president of the United States speaks, the entire globe stops to listen. They want to know what he's saying. The leader of the free world, the freest country on the planet, where millions of people every year try to come through the border and are being let through the border. That's how great we are, that all these people want to come here either legally or illegally. This is what, this is who we are. We are looked at as the shining light, the beacon. You got a guy who is just flapping at the gums, saying really dumb things like, we're sending you in soon. Or if they use chemical weapons, we'll use them back at them. Or, my God, this guy shouldn't be in power. What's it going to take? This guy should no longer be in power. You're talking about the superpower, not that Russia is the superpower that we are, but the superpower that we had the Cold War with for how many years? Half a century? Something like that? And he's just going at him. Like, you can say anything you want, and then the staff walks it back, and then when you're asked about it, you, you reiterate it, and the staff walks it back again. It just, I mean, it's a scary place to have somebody so completely unstable out there as the leader of this country and of the free world. It's a real problem. So the argument that he's better than Kamala is an argument I don't accept. She would be a horrible president. Don't misunderstand me. But at least you can go at her cognitively and you could debate her and battle her on the issues. When it comes to AOC and the comparison between AOC and Ketanji Brown-Jackson, um, it's not a good um, comparison for this one reason. If, if Ketanji Brown-Jackson gets in, which we'll find out soon, if she gets in, she's in for life. AOC is up for re-election every two years. That's the good thing about the House of Representatives. Every two years, these people have to run for re-election. And you can run against her, run somebody against her, and take her out so that she doesn't win the position again. With Brown Jackson, once she's in, she's in. And that, that's a scary thought. So I'm getting email on this. And you guys weren't going to say anything. I didn't play the, the taco song. Oh, that's right. Oh, I completely forgot, actually. Paul, did you forget or did you just take some solace in the fact that it didn't play it? No comment. (laughs) Come on, dude. (laughs) Sam, anything? I honestly thought you did because I'm having tacos tonight. Wow, give me tacos. So I don't think I'm going to just play it now. I think that this might be the first Tuesday in many, many years that I don't play because I've got another phone call on the line and I've got a long interview coming up. So you might go without a, I mean, honestly, you might. You might go without a Taco Tuesday song. We'll just play it tomorrow in the third hour. That's okay. Mark, Florida, what's going on? Hi. You can't. What? You can't do that. Hey, man, I'm ex-Navy. I was in the North Atlantic when Reagan was president. Yes, sir. And we got a teletype over the ship I was on. It said, if we entitle any hostile reactions to annihilate our enemy and worry about diplomacy later. The guy in charge now is a moron. I mean, he's an idiot. But Kamala Harris scares me as much. I mean, I understand you can talk to her, but... She swept away to where she is. She shouldn't be there. She's the least qualified vice president we have ever had. What happened to hiring people because they're qualified to do the job? That was the American way. Hire the most qualified person. It doesn't matter what their gender is. It doesn't matter what their you know, religion is. It doesn't matter what their race is. If they're the most qualified, they're the most qualified. You and I couldn't agree more. Mark, I appreciate your service. Thank you. Very well said. Uh, I'll leave you with this. The idiots on the left, some of them, have been trying to compare what Biden said about Putin to Reagan saying, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. 
Carrie, have you heard that? I mean, this is how stupid it is. I have heard that, yes. It's ridiculous. It makes you, it makes you crazy. When we come back, it'll be Cash Patel, former chief of staff of the Department of Defense, also a guy who's finally on social media and talks about what we have to do to take down big tech. Keep it here. Coming back. This is the Joe Pag Show. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Always glad to have this guy back. He's the former chief of staff over the Department of Defense under uh, President Donald Trump. It's Cash Patel. Cash, how are you? I'm great, Joe. Thanks to be back on the show. Yeah, man. It's really, uh, really, really good to have you back. He, of course, is um, fightwithcash.com and Cash is K-A-S-H and also is now live on Truth Social. If you're on Truth and a lot of people are being added, go find at Cash, K-A-S-H. How have you been? Things are going well? Yeah, so it's my first foray into social media ever. So I'm trying to take pointers <laughs> from the likes of Joe Pags because I don't know that. what the heck I'm doing. <laughs> but uh, but I'm trying to figure this thing out. But the point is, my former boss and my former former boss, Devin Nunes and President Trump, right? Like you kind of need to get on this and at least try to get out information and be a part of the movement that is kicking the butt out of Twitter. And that's why I started hashtag uh, Truth Over Tweets. Um, so look, it starts. It's it's about time we start complaining about these crazy social media giants and actually started doing something about it. So we're drawing more and more people over there and you're on there and it's uh, it's a great site and we're going to keep pounding. Well, we're growing very quickly. It took a while at first and, and um, I'm looking forward to seeing Android show up. A lot of people ask me about that and a web user interface is going to be good as well. But it's really nice to have an alternative site where nobody is censoring anything you could talk about. You could actually combat the lies of big tech. Uh, it's going to take a while to grow to the size yeah. of a Facebook or a Twitter or something like that. But it's nice to have a place where you can go and actually say things and not worry about the overlords telling you that you've done something wrong by telling the truth. Yeah, it's not even that. It's just here's the here is the hypocrisy of Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever. The Ayatollah Khamenei, the leader of the world's largest state sponsor of terror, the CCP and the Kremlin all have Twitter accounts, Facebook accounts. But, you know, guys like Donald Trump, Joe Pag, Sean Hannity, they can't have Twitter accounts. Yeah. But if you commit terrorism and you kill Americans, We'll let you on our platforms. Well, and the Ayatollah literally gave a nine-point list of why Israel should be off the map. Uh, just said, let's just kill them all. Let's kill millions of Israelis. Yeah. They should go. Uh, their blood should be, uh, you know, in the streets. And and that's fine. That's perfectly fine. You can say anything you want. Putin still has a, a Twitter account. The president of Russia. It's an official verified Twitter account. Yeah. They can say and do anything they want. It's it's bizarro world. But Cash, uh, and I ask you about this every time, and I wonder if you could just reiterate it. Why did we get here? These these sites promise to be platforms and not publishers. They're publishers. Yeah. They're monitoring what we say. They're ghost banning. They're they're search banning. They're stopping people from finding. And people oftentimes, I can't find you on Twitter. How is that possible? I've been on there since 2009, and, <laughs> and, and I'm verified. I mean, that's it, stupid. So how, why? Why have we allowed this? I get the feeling that Congress says really big words and we're going to stop them, but they never do. And it's not you know, Congress can't stop them. They won't do it. Right. But American citizens can. And that's the heart of the matter. Right. Why is Twitter suppressing you, Joe Pags, when they shouldn't be? It shouldn't be hard to find you. It should be super easy to find you. Right. They're doing it because you, Joe Pags, support the truth. You, Joe Pags, and I support, you know, the policies of Donald Trump, Jack Dorsey and Mark Zuckerberg's wanted President Trump to fail. 
And since they own these companies of so-called public interest, which is a total fraud, right? Um, they're allowed to go in and say, we're going to monitor everyone's account. We're going to keep your numbers down. And if you are helping Donald Trump or the Republican Party or the conservative movement, we're going to crack down on you even harder. That is literally the opposite of free speech. Find him on Truth Social. It's at K-A-S-H. You can also go to his website, fightwithcash.com. If you've got an egregious case where you think that you've been taken advantage of and squelched uh, unceremoniously on one of these social media sites, you might have a case. Send it over to uh, fightwithcash.com and see what the story is. Cash, since we've spoken last, the New York Times admits that it is Hunter Biden's laptop. <laughs> right. It is. It, it's laughable because, I mean, we knew that. Everybody knew that. Everybody knew that. That's why Twitter and everybody else squelched the, the reach of it. It was so bad. And you know this. Uh, I couldn't direct message somebody the link to the New York Post story when they broke the story about this laptop. So now that the Times admits that it was real, we know that possibly the most egregious censorship that's ever happened that affected the outcome of an election happened with that laptop story and the New York Post. Is there really no recourse? Not against those, not against those uh, fraudsters and criminals. The only recourse is to continually move away from them, to convince people with the truth that those outfits, the New York Times, the Washington Post, and CNN cannot be trusted. And look, it's the it's they're running the rinse repeat play. Insert RussiaGate. Insert Ukrainian impeachment hoax. Insert Hunter Biden's laptop. First, it's a total lie that the Republicans are running and Donald Trump's pushing. Right. Then it's not a lie, but we're not going to cover it because it's not in our self-interest. And then two years down the road, when nobody's looking anymore, we'll discreetly say we maybe got it wrong, but not really, because 51 intelligence officials told us. When they and the 51 intelligence officials teamed up to come after free speech and actual truth and facts. And, and, so those, and, those, intelligence, and those intelligence people not only said it was Trump and it was Cash Patel and Joe Pags lying, it, they said it was Russia. They said it was a Russia. Why is everything about Russia when it comes to Donald Trump when Russia was afraid of him and, and Putin does anything he wants under these leftists? I mean, under Obama, he took Crimea. Under Biden, he's doing anything he wants in Ukraine. Why, yeah. did, why do they always... Why is that always their pivot? Well, it's Russia, and they've got Trump in their pocket. That's why this story, we didn't think it was real. I mean, why is that the go-to? They're, it's their only pivot, because they thought, thanks to Adam Schiff, they had this great Russian collusion narrative. They had the, te- the story of stories for all ages to take down their arch nemesis, Donald Trump. And they paraded that story for two years, even though the only person that had actually gotten bed with the Russians was Hillary Clinton, the Democratic National Party, and the corrupt FBI and James Comey and Andy McCabe and that cast of characters. So they ran, like I was talking about earlier, they ran that story for two years, and so many people still think it's true, Joe. That's what's crazy. So many people still think Donald Trump colluded with Russia when it was actually Hillary. And that's why they keep going back to it, because it's such an easy sell for them, because they had the CNNs and the Washington Post of the world carry their water for so long, they can just airmail another uh, story in on the wings of Dumbo and say, oh, yeah, okay, we'll just keep running this because, you know, 10 million people or 20 million people are still going to listen to us, and then we'll put it on Twitter. The website is fightwithcash.com and cash is K-A-S-H, Cash Patel, former chief of staff, the Department of Defense. Um, also go to Truth Social and look up at K-A-S-H, uh, or I'm so glad that you're on there. I just followed you right before we started here. Um, when it comes to Ukraine and the lies we're hearing about, well, Trump screwed that up and he had a prid quo quo uh, when it came to the, the, the arms for information on a political rival. Uh, first and foremost, Cash, 
isn't it the job of the of the commander in chief to find out if there was some sort of um, fraud or or corruption going on with the former vice president? I mean, isn't it up to if you hear information from Rudy Giuliani or from other people who were over there checking it out, and you hear that Burisma was this, and maybe Zelensky was that, and maybe this prosecutor was the other thing? Are you supposed to turn a blind eye if the guy decides that he's going to run for president? I don't think so. You're not unless your name is Joe Biden ah. and your son's name is Hunter Biden. Gotcha. Because the double standard in both law enforcement and intelligence-based investigations is on complete display. Joe, all you have to do is insert President Trump and Don Jr. If we were talking about Don Jr.'s laptop, the FBI would have opened 75 investigations into the Trump world on top of the 100 that they already have and basically convict him in a public court of opinion. When in fact, what you have is an actual crime having been committed on Vice President Biden's watch by his son, right. pay for play, millions and millions of dollars with the Ukraine, with the Russians, with the Chinese. We barely know the tip of it. And it took two years for the media, not the media, the correct media, you, Joe Pags and company, yeah. to take this story to the steps of the Department of Justice for them to finally, finally focus on it. And I don't know if we're going to get far but at least we'll get somewhere when Congress uh, flips in November. Cash, let's dispel the lie. The president did send the weapons to Ukraine, right? And there was no there was no give back. They didn't have to hand him something, some information about Biden. We did send the weapons, didn't we? Yeah, look, I was chief of staff of the Department of Defense. We sent javelins over there. We sent stingers over there. We didn't say, hey, send it and please give us any fake information you have on uh, Hunter Biden or right. Hillary Clinton or any of that. No. President Trump put national security first and foremost. He put America's interests first. And if there was an incursion into the Ukraine, President Trump knew that that was not good for America. And he had to stop Vladimir Putin. And he did. Vladimir Putin actually said, I can't attack anyone on this guy's watch because they were afraid of what Trump would do. Enter Joe Biden. Vladimir Putin's like, I could care less about the commander in chief right yeah. now. Um, I'm going to go start a war, a world war and get away with it. Four, four days after Biden took office, they started the Nord Stream 2 again. And they said, I don't care if you sanction us. I don't care if you tell us that we can't. We're going to. And Biden did nothing. Uh, Afghanistan was such a, a, a boondoggle that uh, you're looking at China pro- possibly going to go into Taiwan at some point. They've already flown planes over top. And now we've got Russia in Ukraine. Cash, do you know something that we don't know when it comes to Ukraine? And here's what I mean. The going story is that Russia wants to reunify the Soviet Union. I'm not buying that because they've already got, um, uh, they, they've got the country surrounded. Um, Ukraine, it appears to me that like they want Ukraine to be more Eastern Europe and not Western uh, Europe or like America. They want them to be uh, friendly to Russia, but not necessarily rebuild the Soviet Union. Is there something about Ukraine and Russia and that relationship that I don't know? No, I think you hit it on the head, and I don't think I've heard anyone say it so succinctly as Thanks. you just did. He's not trying to rebuild the Soviet kingdom. But he is trying to get some more land. And what he's ticked off about from his perspective is the growth of NATO and the expansion of NATO past the Reagan agreement into Eastern Europe. Now, from his perspective, I don't agree with it. But from his perspective as a Russian Federation, he's like, for 25 years, you told us you weren't going to expand towards Russia. And you have. So what I, Vladimir Putin, am doing is going to get chunks of it back and at least influence the Ukrainians to believe and follow the Russian policies and not those of the West. That's what he's doing. That's a, I think I agree with you 100%. It's what he did with Belarus, right? I mean, he's got a puppet in, in, in the government there leading that country that is a very complicit with Russia now. He kind of wants that in Ukraine. But can the world really stand by and watch this guy kill as many people as he wants just so he can take out Zelensky and put in a puppet? I mean, we can't really they do have, nothing, can we? They, 
they have. Macron has. Germany has. Germany is in the banks of Russia because of the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. Right. So they have been completely silent on anything Vladimir Putin. Uh, Spain, Italy, England, Boris Johnson, where's this guy? And of course, no one's inviting Joe Biden anyway, anywhere. Why would you? Because that only detracts from actually securing peace um, in the region. And so there's no global leadership. And Vladimir Putin, for the first time in five, six years, is saying, I don't have to worry about anything. I'll have Macron at my long hundred foot table in the Kremlin and I'll and I'll pretend to be awake. I'll have any other visitor that wants to come. And what I will do is then take my Russian propaganda machine and dominate the international news cycle because there is no leadership on the Western Alliance front. Certainly not from Joe Biden. It's all very strange. Fightwithcash.com, fightwithkash.com. Follow him at Cash, K-A-S-H, on social media. The only social media he's got. It's Truth Social. Make sure that you're on there. Um, When it comes to Biden being overseas and saying the most ridiculous things like, for God's sakes, we have to get this guy to leadership or whatever the hell he said. Something about Putin shouldn't be the leader anymore. Yeah. And then his administration tried to walk it back. Well, he was talking about he shouldn't be leading the charge in Ukraine. That's not what he said. He basically talked about getting this guy out of power. Um, he, he also he told some soldier on a live mic, hey, uh-huh. you're, you're, you're going to be in Ukraine soon. All right, so you were in the Department of Defense. You can't say stuff like that, can you? I mean, this guy's going to lead us into World War III. You, the commander in chief, can never say something like that unless you are actually going to execute that order. And those two examples, I'd add just one more. Joe Biden in the last three weeks had to walk back the two examples you just illustrated, plus the chemical use of chemical weapons. Exactly, bro. Our commander in chief is literally um, agitating a world war, putting up a dictator and telling our troops we're going into World War Three. What the hell is he doing? And then and then he has a cue card that says, well, actually, it was my personal opinion. I was what I was just kidding. Can you imagine if President Trump said, I'm going to put boots on the ground in country X and I'm going to take out the leader of country Y? Well, while the complicit media and big tech and everybody else, big Hollywood, big sports, big, uh, big music, we're all complaining about mean tweets. We've got a guy in there now who isn't all there anymore. And he's saying things that maybe he really does think he can do. And then he's got, he's surrounded by a bunch of people that are propping him up, all, all disagreeing. And then when he's questioned about it, he says, they didn't walk anything back. I, I said what I meant. I mean, Cash, we're in big trouble if this guy keeps on speaking. So you had Tucker Carlson, I think, last night say, now's the time for the 25th Amendment. And people always respond, well, but do you really want Kamala Harris? Well, at least she's not, you know, at least she's lucid and you can debate with her and you can say what she's saying is wrong and, and, and all of that. This guy is a, a walking time bomb. He might tomorrow say, you know what, we should just drop nukes on, on Russia. I mean, what's going to come out of his mouth next? What do you think should be done here? I mean, and that just highlights the hypocrisy of all, right? With Donald Trump, we have to implode, we have to utilize the 25th Amendment because what, we disagree with his Every policy? other day they said that. Yeah, and now you have a president, as you highlighted, who is in charge of the nuclear arsenal and is talking about taking out Russian despots and starting World War III, and the fake news media isn't concerned about his mental ability to lead the United States of America. You know, the 25th Amendment, look, it's, it's there because our founding fathers foresaw a scenario where someone lost their mental faculties due to illness or health or what have you. And that's when it's supposed to be used. The problem is it can only be utilized by this president's own cabinet. So these guys aren't blinking. You think he's standing up? Austin, these guys are part of the problem. They can't lead diplomacy or global military efforts uh, to save the eastern shore of an island that's not inhabited. So this is the problem that we have. Unfortunately, America, you know, supposedly elected Joe Biden 
and now we're stuck until at least the midterms. And it's sad. I wish I had a better answer, Joe, but I just I just don't. No, I, I, I get it. It's Cash Patel. Go follow him right now at K-A-S-H on Truth Social. If you're on there, fightwithcash.com is the website. Uh, well, one last quick one, back to, to social media and big tech. All right, so I, I get where you're laying down. We can't really take down Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, mm-hmm. unless we decide not to be on there and go to the alternative source. And, and is Truth the only place that, that, that you say is going to work? I mean, I'm on Getter as well. That seems to be working well. I'm on Rumble instead of YouTube. Yeah. Is that really what it is? You have to use alternatives? Because the government's never going to really do anything, are they? No, the, the government, look, they're not, we're not repealing Section 230 until we get back the gavels of power. Right. So that's not happening for purposes of defamation. And you're right, yeah. Twi- uh, excuse me, Truth and Rumble and places like that our places where open and free communication and speech actually lives are the only sites that can um, uh, take down the Twitters and the Facebooks. And look, Joe, you know this better than probably anyone else on planet Earth. Just because you have 120 million people following you on Twitter doesn't mean you have more than 10. Right. Because they're using bots. And and they have, unfortunately, convinced the world that, oh, I need all these followers. But you know this from your time on Truth. If you're on Truth and you're Mr. and Mrs. Smith with 5,000 followers, you have more engagement in one day than Twitter users with 100 million, uh, 10 million followers do in a month. That's a fact. And I challenge right. anyone to go join Truth and prove us wrong. And we are migrating over there, and you're bringing them over, and we're going to win this fight. Hopefully everybody goes and follows you over there at KASH. Go to his website, fightwithcash.com. You're right. The engagement on Truth is real. It's the truth, to be honest. Uh, Cash, come on often. I appreciate your friendship. I appreciate the great knowledge, my friend. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. Appreciate it. All right, brother. We're, we're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Lots going on, lots to get to, but not a whole lot of time, to be honest with you. We appreciate Cash Patel coming on. Again, it's fightwithcash.com, fightwithkash.com. Always stop by my website, joepags.com. And as you join Truth Social, make sure you follow at Cash and also follow me at J-O-E-P-A-G-S, pop culture. Dirty pop. Hi, Polo, what's happening, brother? So who's the one celebrity... You would not want to take your side if you were Will Smith or sympathize with you. Kanye? That's close, I guess. Who is it? Uh, so, OJ Simpson. Oh, come on. Said that he doesn't agree with what Will Smith did, but he can relate and he can understand why he did what he did. Come on, dude. Yeah. Here's a better question Who asked OJ Simpson for his opinion? TMZ, of course. Of course they did. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah I'm going to say no to that. I appreciate it. That's Polo. That's Sam. That's Carrie. I'm Joe. I appreciate you hanging out today. Lots more coming your way. Don't miss a second of it tomorrow. Um, again, the same radio station, same time. We'll see you then. Bye. This is the Joe Pegg Show.